0: I'm an old broken down piece of meat. And I'm alone.
1: You stupid fucking blah Take a stand. Baby bitches <laughs> leave. Enough! It's stupid time to stand. stand. bitches leave. Enough!
0: Take a stand together. Hey team, welcome back to the only show you can hear a couple stinkers talk about movies and TV with your host, the Turkey Boys, Ank and Scotty Boy. How we doing? You can always take comfort in the fact you never had a choice. What's happening, Hmm. hoops? We're back. The post-Thanksgiving show. We uh we always talk about turkeys here at the program, but aren't always eating them. Did you have any turkey yesterday, Ryan?
1: I did, yeah. And mm. turkey,
0: to me, is a food we gotta let go. Yeah, as a people, it's uh pretty boring. There's even if nothing about
1: it that excites me.
0: Even if you cook it in like the most exciting, fun, delicious way, it's still just like, oh, this is fine. Like it's turkey. It's it's meat. It's satiating. Did you it. notice a woman in New Bedford, Mass, uh, burn down her building trying to do a fried turkey? I didn't, but I saw some other videos online. That seems to go very poorly. Anytime someone tries to do the like makeshift frying in the I backyard, I think it's dangerous. Yeah, it's fucked up. Did you watch a turkey to go along with eating turkey yesterday? Um. Did I? No, not really, actually.
1: Ooh. Just visited, you know. Yeah. We had a big rager, about 200 people at my mom's house. Yeah. So. Get those masks off.
0: No masks, you know, yeah. everybody was nude. <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> it wasn't a big deal. Yeah. I just, I feel like we're past it, you know?
0: Yeah. It was like a family reunion right. mixed with an eyes wide shut type right. dope mask party. COVID 19 is a power grab, smoke. <laughs> Yes, Thanksgiving's over. We're on to Christmas. It's Christmas season now. We're, our featured review later in the program will be a movie where Mel Gibson plays Santa. So Is it
1: a Christmas-themed movie? Oh, yeah. I know nothing about it. I'm I, looking at Russell Crowe, Unhinged, over your shoulder, and I'm like, can we just watch Unhinged
0: again? I'm down to watch that the drop of anything. Flick of the year. What do you got in the news? Big week? I mean... You're moving soon. It's moving week, Frank. Mm. The uh, we'll be doing our last episodes uh, here at trying to think. Do we call this something? We need to have a fun name for where we record. Yeah, I don't know. We'll work on that in the new place. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I was
1: gonna say with the new. Well, the new, the new, the basement in my home that I've that we're
0: roving into Mm. is called the Chill Zone. Oh, yes. So we're recording live from the chill zone. There we go. We'll be in the chill zone <clears throat> in the coming Which weeks. Which
1: is sick and cool.
0: And... Yeah, but I was laughing. When we do the last episode here, we need to have one of those moments where we, like, turn out the lights and, like, do a thing, like the last episode of sitcoms, where they're just like, <laughs> like, damn, the memories. <clears throat> we, that,
1: we'll that we have done, this is episode 96, next week's 97. Mm. So we will have done 97 episodes here. Because then the following week, episode 98 will be live from the chill zone. Wow. That'll be like a whole new universe.
0: Episode 100. episode
1: 99. Episode 100 is on Christmas Eve.
0: Mm. What a miracle for the fans. Mm. Christmas miracle, that is. On 34th Street. Which, depending
1: on... I'm just going to say that whatever happens Christmas Eve plans-wise everybody has to leave because then we got to fill the chill zone with the turkey boys <laughs> Yes, and get a show in. Thank you. Uh, did you notice that Kyle Rittenhouse, a uh, friend of the show was recently bailed out of jail for murdering those people in Kenosha, Wisconsin. He got bailed out of jail by uh, Ricky Schroeder, the actor from the show Silver Spoons mm, yes. and Mike Lindell, the
0: MyPillow guy. Wow. What a crew. That was I saw that, too, and it was the first mention I'd heard of Ricky Schroeder in about 20 years. He's like, I'm still alive, and I just got a murderer out of jail for political reasons.
1: Right, like that's how he's going to
0: slide in there and become
1: relevant again by bailing (laughs) out a essentially serial killer who just mowed down three people in the streets with an assault rifle. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: He bailed him out with his silver spoon money. It's a two pretty, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else has he
1: done? I can't think of anything.
0: I mean, he had like a two-episode run on Scrubs back in yeah, the day. Baby. <laughs> yeah, Austin's in. Yeah, that's fucked up. That everything about that, the whole thing. Yeah.
1: They bailed him out for like a million dollars. Might have even been two, to be honest. Because I remember Mike Lindell kicked in like fifty k, and it's like, isn't he a billionaire because of that dumb pillow?
0: Yeah. Everyone's rallying around this, like, cartoon character. Ridiculous. Um, Did you see Joaquin Phoenix is in talks to star in Ari Aster's new horror movie called Bo is Afraid?
1: I didn't see that, but I love Ari Aster, so, mm. or Ari, whatever. I think that's cool. Yeah. so I
0: am in on that for people who don't know Ari Aster did hereditary in midsomar this will be his his third feature yeah like two of our guys fun actor director mix mm. sounds good to me and what? I think uh given joaquin is coming off the Joker you know it's gonna be twisted <laughs> that's a no doubter mm. and yeah he's since he won he's in a position where he can like do whatever so must be a hot script. I have Michael B. Jordan in the news again this week. Ooh! didn't he win like Sexiest Man Alive he did. or something? And oh he's yeah, decided, I think we talked about that.
1: But he's decided to take the heat from getting the Sexiest Man Alive to Ooh. start an OnlyFans. Wow. Featuring shirtless photos where he will be donating the money to charity. Wow. It's what like, do you
0: think of that for his career? It's like Bella Thorne all over again. He's going to like make it harder for the people who actually use it. Cut serve. Could you? conserve the OnlyFans. Yes, it's like, dude, you're like the most... like, rising star... You're gonna make an OnlyFans? What are you doing? Silly, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like all the A-listers invading the podcast game. It's like, get out of here. Like, this isn't for you. This is... If they want to invade the chill zone and do
1: an episode of Enough, perhaps episode 99, Ooh. end the year right.
0: Yeah, that sounds dope. Yeah, if any celebrities... Josh to...
1: Dumel or will Farrell
0: or you just scanning all the movies on the tv or <laughs> who you got <laughs>
1: patrick schwarzenegger or no. J-
0: jackie chan maybe Ooh, that's a good cast mm-hmm. i'm giving that a green light that any Sight of them insane.
1: you're welcome did you yes. notice that uh alicia silverstone's nine-year-old son cut his own hair
0: or got a haircut <laughs> no This is going to sound crazy. I didn't hear that somehow. You missed that news. That breaking news Mm. somehow got by me. It's big. Very big. Wow. Is that it? That's it. That's all you have on that? He got a haircut. (laughs) It was very
1: long. The hair was very long, and he Mm. cut
0: it. Okay. That's it. Good, 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 good. Um, Are you excited about the potential Entourage reboot that Kevin Dillon is talking about in interviews?
1: (laughs) Uh, baby bro I'm back
0: you, you always gotta take it with a grain of salt when the news is coming from an actor just talking about like the possibility of it it usually you know they ask them like would you be open to it and they're usually like yeah of course obviously Like,
1: yeah, what's he gonna say no I never ever want to do that again
0: yeah but I mean Entourage back in 2020
1: I think of all the years to bring it back, why not bring it back in the worst
0: year in in recent history. They can do like a meta bit with Jeremy Piven where he's like, I got cancelled. Lloyd, I got cancelled. <laughs> and then What did he get cancelled for? Just being a creep? Yeah, I think he was something of a sex creep. I don't know the details, but I think that's what happened there. And he got his CBS show cancelled.
1: What is yeah. that called again? Like bald and
0: short, the show. I think that is what it was called. But yeah, the entourage. I'd love to imagine. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Like the universe. Like what has happened in the interim with our guys? Like what do you think? Turtles tequila company has amounted to? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hope. To be honest, I'm
1: hoping that they do like a really shitty. I guarantee you they would. Style.
0: <laughs> whatever the end of that sentence like, is. Like, wow,
1: isn't it great that, like, you invented playing cards that you can use upside down?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: It was like, oh, yeah, drama. And now you are you don't have to worry about
0: getting roles anymore, baby bro. I wonder what movies Billy Walsh has made in the interim. That's what, like, Medellin 2, perhaps? I actually think they already did that on the show.
1: All I can think of... When I see that Rice choreo or whatever his name is, is is that sketch with um, Tim Robinson? Mm. The worms are their money. Great
0: <laughs> <laughs> sketch. But he's forever Billy Walsh.
1: He's and from all over. Like, huh? Yeah, that's such an. <laughs> it? Yeah, he he's pretty much. Burned into my brain as like that character in the sketch and Billy Walsh. And that's it. Mm.
0: Which is mean, fine. That's, that's pretty much
1: all he's ever done. Yeah. So we're good.
0: That's more than most people. Will, uh...
1: I would be all over an Entourage reboot. And I would love it if it was not even on HBO. Like if they turned it away. So it ended up on like Pluto <laughs> TV. Yeah. Or like the last ditch
0: effort by Quibi. Ooh. Yeah, that would save Quibi. Like... I think so. Speaking of Quibi, they're about to shut down. I think December 1st, you can't... You're going to fire up Quibi and there's just going to be nothing there. So
1: you've been bootlegging all their content yeah, for been, the fans? I've
0: been databasing Thank it God. all. It's it's safe. Turkey heads, don't worry.
1: Do we feel... I, no. For no, like, a
0: second, would you mind if we went down to Ryan's Sports Corner? Wow. Seems early to be in the Sports Corner, but... I thought
1: I'd mix it again. up, you know? Just wow. throw everybody off a little bit. All right, men. <laughs> Welcome to Ryan's Sports Corner. Get those dicks out. Let it fill up your hand. Tristan Thompson, uh, basketball guy, is coming to the Celtics. He's most known for cheating on the fat Kardashian, the one with the pig nose. Wow. Not to mention... Uh, there's a boxing match this weekend with Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. and they're really gonna be throwing it down. So everybody, yeah. get your dick out and rent it on pay-per-view. And that's. Stay tuned next week for Ryan Sports Corner. More sports.
0: Wow. Whew, I feel like I just did a workout. Just listening you to feel the jacked? sports corner, I do. All right, good. Damn. This is
1: why I need those new. I'm going to break the fourth wall a second here. Um, Those new microphones I've been looking at. Mm. Maybe we need the fans to like crowdfund this. It's a $2,500 set. (laughs) And the stands themselves are much more stable than the ones we have. And Mm. I don't have to. Like these are like a fucking monarch butterfly. Yes. Like if I touch it, it just
0: goes. Or it just feels like it's going to fall apart. I like the idea of our fans who won't send us an email funding $2,500 new mic set up for us.
1: You think that the fans are just you know sitting
0: in their mansions right now like, well, I have the money.
1: Hmm. And I could send them an email, but I'm going to choose not to. <laughs> that, that, that goes to all of you that do not participate. There's pretty much two of you that are active participants. You know who you are. You know who you aren't. Ooh. Let's go ahead and just start sending cash directly to us.
0: Yes. Venmo... 2,500. We need I to don't hit that I remember my Venmo. My Venmo's... I believe it's at Skip Seasoned. Yeah, probably. Might be S.A. Sweeney. Might have gone official is, with that. Yeah, I
1: remember that now. You have a real name on Venmo. I don't like it.
0: <laughs> I take money very seriously. I need my real name hubba out there.
1: Hubba bed. hubba hubba. Money, money, money. Who do you
0: trust? I'm sure you had this. Matt Perry, friend of the show, got engaged.
1: I definitely had that. Mm. And I... Reminded myself to make an OxyContin joke, and I didn't write one. So this is mm. the joke, that m- he was an addict.
0: <laughs> that's that's the joke. That's the joke. <laughs> that's a home run. I thought you might do like a, could I be anymore? I feel like I already In withdrawal? did that. <laughs> or... I feel like I already did that. Like, could I be? An, like...
1: Mm. Um, I like Matthew Perry. I feel yeah. like he should be known as the, the second chance kid, Oh, given they ne- they should honestly this is a show right there the second chance kid where it's like a show about him getting mo- too many shows
0: yeah as we've discussed at length he had a run there where they gave him a new sitcom every year for 4 years just trying over and over again like one of these has to hit mr this sunshine
1: studio on the sunset strip studio 60 whatever um
0: the one where mr
1: happy or mr wonderful yeah
0: they're all yeah, one was like a focus group one. The, the Odd Couple, the
1: Odd Couple remake.
0: Yeah, they're all very forgettable, as it canceled f- shows tend to be. Four
1: single seasons, double season at best runs in a row. Yeah. And he's still, they'll give him something else.
0: Let's Yeah, let's give him another one to celebrate his new marriage and uh, yeah, get meta with it. Give him, like you were saying, a, yeah. a show about how many shows he's had. Be- I'll
1: write it with you, and we'll just get it to NBC, and they'll take it, and we'll go with it.
0: Greenlight. It'll be like uh, that Matt LeBlanc episode show that you were talking about the other day. I
1: actually liked that show and of all the friends, he's my favorite. Wow. Moving forward, I think he's become the most self-aware, the most in my opinion relevant. Like okay, one might say it's Jennifer Aniston. Uh one might be correct about that. Yeah. But know, in my opinion, what I'm looking for, LeBlanc.
0: You know I'm a diehard swim fan till death.
1: He is probably my second to last pick.
0: Wow. If I had to put them in order, I would go LeBlanc, then Jennifer
1: Aniston, mm. then Matthew Perry. Wow. Uh, Courtney Cox? Then Courtney Cox. Courtney Cox and Matthew Perry are pretty much tied. Mm. And then it's like a battle to the death with <laughs> Kudrow uh, and Schwimmer? Lisa Kudrow and David Schwimmer. Yeah, I don't really care about either of them in anything.
0: They might be at the top of mine. My list might be the exact reverse Just of yours. Flip it. Yeah. You
1: name one thing you really enjoyed Kudrow in and don't say that
0: therapy show. That other show, The Comeback, that HBO show where she plays like a washed up actress. Great show.
1: I shot it, yeah.
0: I'm a fan. I feel like no one's ever seen it. The uh, It's got some stuff. And Matthew Perry should make the whole 11 Yards while he's hot round out that trilogy (laughs) i'm sure bruce willis would love
1: to do that now he's he's doing whatever
0: hey i'll show up and make that face i make and just throwing everything at the wall seeing what sticks you know whatever (laughs) hey my daughter has the face of a shovel (laughs) i think he did some
1: popeyes on friends he did yeah he played i believe monica's boyfriend or father or no her father was played by what elliot gould
0: yeah that sounds right Friends used to get those big guest stars.
1: A lot of Brad Pitt.
0: Yeah, I remember it was a huge deal when they got Brad Pitt to guest star in an episode. He was obviously married to Jennifer Aniston, but had never like guest starred on a sitcom. He's Brad Pitt. So they did like a... Uh... They really pushed it. And it worked. Did you
1: see that your boy The Weeknd got snubbed at the Grammys? Wow. I like
0: leaped through the Grammy nominees. I know like... <laughs> I, I shouldn't expect to be like, ooh, they got it all right, and everyone's taste in music is dog shit, but I was wowed by how bad the nominees were in almost every category that I saw. We're big music guys here at the Enough Podcast,
1: and mm. I think that our opinion matters more than the actual Grammy Academy folks. No like, doubt. To me, I would say give the, the first Grammy to anyone who rocks, Oh. That's like true rocker Grammy. Yeah. That's all I'm really looking for.
0: They should have you present the award for best rocker or best rock song. Best rock album. Yeah.
1: I come out and do my air guitar. Yes. Did you see my latest one? Folks, check my Instagram if you need to see the latest rocking out video. It's super embarrassing.
0: I mean, I support your passion project. You're clearly... Just let the music take you. It's my side thing, and <laughs> I, I think that it doesn't
1: get involved. Like it's The beauty of being celebrities like we are is that we hmm. can have our side projects, our passions. Yes. And they don't get in the way of what we're trying to do here. Yeah. It's just part of the ongoing work, part of the tapestry. But I guess back to the weekend and the Grammys, I think the thing that's happening now is the artists are banding together and boycotting the Grammys because hmm. of so many of them getting snubbed. And it's like, Monty and I were talking about how Megan The Stallion, who's like a fairly new artist, got nominated for four. And it's like, is she supposed to just not accept the potential to get four Grammys? That's like a life, career-changing move, and she's brand new. Did it, she
0: get nominated for Wet Ass Pussy? I think so. Jesus Christ. If Are you if, a
1: big Wet Ass Pussy guy? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, if that song got nominated for Grammys, then they should cancel it and... <laughs> Just ended. Like bits aside, that would just be them being like MTV. It's just like a popularity contest because "wet ass pussy" is not like an impressive song on any level.
1: How it's, about uh, "It's a, a goof"? "Dry fuggin' dick." That's Ooh. our anthem.
0: Oh, we're, DFD. We, we have
1: all of our clothes on, mm. and we're just swinging our D, our di's around in our undies. Okay. But they're that dry like because light. we
0: haven't had any action yeah that sounds right okay does that work yeah i'm in okay we'll do all
1: the exact same dance moves and choreography and the beat will be the same we'll mm. just change the lyrics slightly yeah in the beginning it'll be like there's some dudes in this house <laughs> <clears throat> And then we'll just start rocking out with, cut, with boners.
0: Cut to us at next year's Grammys, like the new Milli Vanilli, getting like, <laughs> winning an award and then getting humiliated when the, we get found out.
1: And up next is the to present are the Turkey Boys mm. with uh, dry ass dick, <laughs> and they're the only two white men in their
0: 30s who are worse than the chain smokers. And That's, here they are. The only people more hated than Macklemore. The Turkey Boys. Get on out here. I would probably do
1: a black accent as I accepted the award, just to throw you off.
0: Mm, I think that would be good. I, I was like, like I'm that. I'm saying, <laughs> I'm here to get this award. I'm saying. <laughs> I'm I'm up, there like, I'm up there like, okay. They're like super okay. embarrassed. <laughs> okay.
1: And then I would freestyle. I've always wanted to freestyle in a public forum with a lot of people that know me around and really really embarrass myself wow i'd like to watch that
0: <laughs> let's let's do that <laughs> in like an
1: eminem style hoodie with like the the headband on wow and like you can picture it yeah
0: i'm your makai Fife.
1: more embarrassing than ever you're my hype man yeah
0: all right i'll take it he's in
1: we should just be at the grammys let's figure out how much a ticket is and just steal my dad's credit card and put it on there sorry dad <laughs> he's in you can finance this. Us just at the Grammys. They, they, they must be selling tickets. If it when if and when there is a time where you can actually be in a room full of people. Mm. All those virtue signaling idiots.
0: Kid. <sighs> what else we got? We got uh, oh, Pete Davidson to lead an all-star version of It's a Wonderful Life.
1: Why is that muted? I have my sounds. I
0: was bracing for a hot,
1: hot drop. <coughs> There we go. <laughs> Timing would have been better if it wasn't fucking muted. Yeah. Act like
0: a man. Oh, hey man, there's three spirits. Hey dudes, what's going on?
1: I I do like Pete. I think he's good. I is, guess is it a Wonderful Life the one with three spirits? Or did I fuck that I up? I think that's the ghost of. Uh, that's that's.
0: Am the, I doing like Scrooge bits? Scrooge over here? stuff. Yeah. It's a Wonderful Life is the movie with... Um, There's an angel. That's ghost-like. An yes. An angel talking yes. to... Okay. That, it still
1: works. Holy <laughs> shit. I can't remember. Every, all the older fans are like, how do you not remember his name? Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. There it is. I want to live S- again. That's a decent Jimmy Stewart, Aww, actually. Jimmy nice. Stewart like wants to kill himself, and this guy stops him. I don't know. My, my dad's made me watch It's a Wonderful Life at least once. It's not, it's not for me.
0: I mean, it's got the big finish where everything's good, like the happy ending. You can spoil it. It's yeah, hundred-year-old movie. <laughs> but the bulk of that movie is, like, depressing. And, like, it's him, like, considering suicide and just, like, giving depressing monologues.
1: Let's remake this movie without Pete Davidson. And oh, the character does
0: kill himself, and it's a short. Yeah. <laughs> That's the version they should Israel? be making. What about our no-cologne agreement? But, yeah, like... Pete Davidson, I can't believe he keeps getting. He's not even like the worst actor, but it's just he's always Pete Davidson. Like he worked in that <laughs> Judd Apatow movie because he was playing himself. Sure. I don't want to watch him in. People it's are, a wonderful are life. writing
1: roles for Pete Davidson at this point. Yeah, because he
0: gets a lot of pussy. Like that's oh, the reality yeah.
1: of it. Like he he nailed like four tens in a row. Like what was it? Like Cassie David, Ariana Grande, hmm. Kaya Gerber, and then.
0: Kate and Sale,
1: Beckinsale. and Sale, and probably some other and cool then ones Mag, that we don't even know McDowell. About. Andy McDowell's daughter. Yes, <laughs> like that's <laughs> like five of the hottest women in Hollywood, all in a row. He just ripped them off one after another. Yeah, man. And it's like fucking cool. Now he's getting tons of work because the the reality is like if you present the fact that you have a giant cock and you're like even the slightest bit likable and you pull a lot of babes, you you become popular. Hmm. It's like the world is like high school, is what we're seeing here.
0: I fucking wonder why I haven't gotten really popular in that case, bro. (laughs) Fucking. You fucking hear me? Sorry. He's in. I had it right there. It was too good. He's back. Um... Yeah, we got production has resumed on Michael Mann's HBO Max series, Tokyo Vice, which stars Ansel Elgort and Ken Watanabe rachel keller i don't know who that is
1: i don't know who that is either actually
0: but it tells the true story of jake adelstein an american journalist who for 12 years covered the dark side of japan Oh, I was just sweet. glad that Michael Mann was like making something again. Yeah. Last well, thing he did was that movie Black Hat, which no one on earth has seen <laughs> and is very forgettable.
1: What did he do before that? The uh, the movie with Johnny Depp, Robin Banks.
0: Yes. Yeah. Public Enemies. Public Enemies. Yeah. Similarly which forgettable. I thought was going to
1: be amazing. It was so bad. Yeah. I have absolutely nothing to do in Indiana.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we're we're fans of his, particularly like Heat and Collateral which I'm sure we've mentioned before, are like masterpieces. The... He doesn't make enough stuff. I'm glad he's like making something. And the fact that it's called Tokyo Vice made me think it, that should, sounds cool. it should be like a Miami Vice set in Tokyo Spin off. Bring Jamie Foxx back. Colin Farrell and his mojitos. Do you remember this song from the trailer of Public Enemies? I do. Yeah, they play this in the movie a lot. This is like the theme 10 million
1: slaves from Otis Taylor off of the album recapturing the banjo
0: cut coming at ya but hey HBO Max throwing a lot of dough around they got a lot of things in the hopper that uh they need to figure
1: something out and fast like i know they have warner brothers money behind them that's fine Mm. but they have 8 million to disney plus's 73 million subscribers on a fairly similar timeline yeah like disney plus didn't get that what was disney plus like december
0: yeah that they need something that'll bring people in like disney plus has the mandalorian I think that's why they have all their subscribers. I think it's it's kids. Something you can't get anywhere else. It's like a new Star Wars thing. Everyone's just fired up about it. But yeah, like we were saying last week, Wonder Woman 1984 is coming to HBO Max. And in that vein, they're talking about bringing the movie Godzilla vs Kong to HBO Max also, because that's a Warner Brothers movie that's been like mildly shelved because of all the nonsense. You sucked his dick. So Wonder Woman opened the floodgates for them dumping, like, huge theatrical movies on streamers. And maybe we'll see Godzilla vs. Kong on HBO Max. We saw
1: the more recent Godzilla movie in the theater, and I wanted to leave, and you wanted the big finish, if I remember correctly.
0: That sounds right, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that movie was bad, and... Appreciated
1: you wanting to give it a chance, though, as you often
0: do. Yeah. And it had a scene set... I'm sure I said this at the time, Mm. but... A scene set in Boston at Fenway Park, and nobody made a green monster joke. Godzilla is a green monster. It's like the biggest layup I've ever seen in anything. <laughs> I was just staring at the screen, like, "Where's the, where's the green monster joke? What are we doing here?" I don't think people who aren't from here would know that. Oh, they, I'm kid the monster. Everybody fucking knows the monster.
1: But I agree with you, as someone in the pocket for boston references as we mm. are yes and need to be that's i think that that was a silly thing for them to overlook mm. i think they overlooked a lot of stuff with that movie i don't remember a goddamn thing about it was brian cranston in it or am i remembering that incorrectly
0: he was in the first new godzilla he wasn't in the sequel that right, we're talking right, about right, right, right
1: did you see they're making the last blockbuster have made the last blockbuster in oregon into an airbnb
0: yes that's and the where... fact that we're
1: not recording from there right now is beyond me.
0: Yeah, I remember when that came out. I was like, "This is could this be any more for me? I should be there. Like that's where I belong. <laughs> just living there, inside the last blockbuster, fucking cooling it down.
1: I was reading about it on the website, and it was saying, I don't think there's a fucking shower. I think it's just a half bathroom. Hmm. So I think you can just like stay for one night, and then you're good. Hmm. Just there pee in like energy drink bottles. Sure. I think. Well, I think they, they, there's a toilet. <laughs> imagine that I think they just have it's like a regular blockbuster store right like they didn't build a bathroom into it yeah I don't know so it's like you got a little dumpy toilet in the
0: back and then that's something I wouldn't even think of until I was there then, then you're like, you're like oh, oh, yeah. oh this is great but I can't shit anywhere <laughs> what a wrinkle
1: I'm a bathroom man I guess you could, you could call me the bathroom man and so for me it's that's my first thought where new, am I gonna go
0: new nickname Ank is the bathroom man you're act like <laughs> You can act like a bathroom man, which is a thing, evidently. Ah. No, but just before I forget, Godzilla and Kong, of all the movies to not go onto the big screen, the fact that they would take like the two classic movie monsters, whose size is like their biggest selling point, and be like, let's put that on demand. Like,
1: yeah, a nice like work like a brumbly 32-inch TV up against a wall so you can barely hear it for all those Godzilla roars. Yeah, like just... C-
0: crackling speakers. Yeah. I couldn't imagine a more, like, theatrical movie, like, oh, Godzilla vs. King Kong, the big monster no, movie. No, if like, they're
1: gonna do Godzilla again, they at least need to have the proper
0: soundtrack with this song oh,
1: wow. roaring I'm in. Really <laughs> you think it's loud, but it's never loud enough. Yo, turn me up. Cut. You remember this video where P. Diddy is, it's Godzilla
0: is attacking the building and P. Diddy's rapping? This was back in the day when they used to give music videos like big budgets, especially one attached to a big budget movie. And yeah, this video was fire.
1: This was one of the best, funniest videos ever. Mm. And this song doesn't exist. No. If you look for it, like I had to find it on SoundCloud. Yes. And... SoundHound. Fuck. (laughs) But even... Still good. He's in. But I think that this is Jimmy Page playing the guitar, and I think people got mad because this is the Led Zeppelin cashmere beat. Mm. And people were like, Are you fucking kidding me? You're gonna take a Led Zeppelin song and put this trash bag on it and then put it on the Godzilla soundtrack and
0: make a dumb video? Yeah, they famously don't license their music for use often. He's like, Oh, a song, a remix with P. Diddy? I'm in. This was like, I guess at the
1: peak of P. Diddy's popularity, but it, he still wasn't. T- <laughs> He was still not taken seriously by the rock community, and I would know as a member. Oh. I'm a true rocker. (laughs) If you listen to the lyrics of this song, they're super embarrassing. Mm. I remember thinking this was so sweet when I was, like, 14.
0: (laughs) This is sweet. Yeah, that that original Godzilla or not original it's like it was like the fifth remake but to us it was like the first one we saw in theaters I had type a, deal
1: my family our family friends the horns and i we all had kids about the same age and i was i think i was 14 or 13 when that came out so my friend billy and i and then our entire families all together went to the kingston mall and i think we had like the whatever the equivalent of the meal at the time is we had like some bite in the food court and then went and oh. saw Godzilla And I remember hating it and then falling asleep.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that was was, like
1: 1997.
0: Yeah, maybe 98. But yeah, and it was the guy, it was their follow up from Independence Day. So I remember they're like, from the people who made Independence Day, Godzilla, it's like, how can this miss? Like, this will be a masterpiece. And it did. And yeah, the CGI in that movie has aged so poorly. Like, I think it's on Netflix. Throw it on just to be like, ugh, for a few minutes.
1: Um, speaking of Netflix, uh, Dave Chappelle has request. Did you watch that video he posted to start off? Oh, man. Oh, he ex- man. He, ex- <laughs> he explains the entire like arc, I guess you could say, with Comedy Central and then Netflix and then everything. Mm. Viacom, the whole deal. Basically, as we've spoken about before, he got kind of he not kind of he got railroaded by Viacom and Comedy Central in terms of. The deal that he was given for Chappelle's show. Mm. It's always been rumored that he was offered all this money. He wasn't. They kind of just pushed him up against the wall, took his intellectual property of everything. His—he They literally own his name. Mm. Like the, the Chappelle's show, he can't make it without them. Yeah. So that happened and then he left and then he was off the grid and now he's back. With a good deal with Netflix, like he did that Sticks and Stones special, and then I forget the name of the other one, but he said like five at this right, point, a on bunch. Netflix, yeah. And that's he said he loves working with Netflix, they're a good company. As of about a week ago, uh, maybe two, three weeks ago,
0: mm.
1: both HBO Max and um, Netflix put up the Chappelle show in its entirety on their platforms, mm. and Chappelle is pissed. Yeah, because it's he didn't authorize it. And now he's like Netflix is doing this now because like at least HBO is owned by the same company. The Comedy Central is owned
0: by Viacom. So it makes sense. Mm. <clears throat> I mean, not, it's not great, but they did it. I didn't so, fully get like just in the realm of like they're airing his show on networks like he's not getting anything nothing. from that. That doesn't that doesn't make sense to me. The deal was bad. He, ex- he doesn't been, explain
1: yeah. why and how. But basically, I think he was broke as hell. And he was 29 years old with a wife who was pregnant. And he was like, I think she had just had her first kid and was on her way to having her second. And he was broke as fuck. And he was doing stand up. And like people were stealing his jokes and like he didn't know what the fuck to do. And they offered him Chappelle's show. And it was a shit deal. Mm. But it had a bunch of cash up front, I guess. And he took it just to like have a life. And then he became Dave Chappelle. He made Half-Baked. He made all his movies. You know, he he made everything that made him. And the
0: show was huge. And he... Yeah, they offered him... He must have had a contract for, like, two seasons. Because then they offered him, like, 50 million to do season three. And they started it. And it just kind of, like, shit the bed. He didn't
1: get a penny of the 50. Yeah. Is what's happening. Yeah, because,
0: like, the season didn't The season didn't finish. And then he
1: left the country. Mm. And was in uh, Africa. But,
0: yeah, I thought it was cool... So since he has a relationship with Netflix, he was like, yeah, I'm not getting paid for this. Why don't you take that down? <laughs> and, and since they, they yeah. yeah, since they want to stay in his good graces, I guess uh, they obliged. He said he likes working
1: with Netflix because they didn't exist when all of this happened, which I think is a very on-the-nose, real answer. Mm. And that also, he's now suggesting, I guess I could say requesting, that Chappelle fans... Boycott the Chappelle show and do not watch it on any platforms. Mm. And I think he thinks that he's gonna somehow get money out of Comedy Central. I don't. Good luck. Yeah. But if he can get I won't if he doesn't want me to watch the fucking show, I won't I don't really To be perfectly honest, I like his stand up a lot better than I like the Chappelle show. I think there's a few home run sketches there, and I think the ones where he shines through are the best. I don't The Chappelle show to me is is much less funny than a lot of the jokes that he's made over the years as Dave Chappelle.
0: I rem- I haven't seen it in a while. I remember loving it, but it got just beaten to death, especially around those times. That was when, like, like, college kids were like, fucking, like, have you had the Rick James bit, like, shouted in your face 400 times yet? And, like, all those... He famously will, like,
1: walk off stage if people shout that when he's in a at a show, which I think is hilarious. Yeah. So, we're... <laughs> Team Chappelle here. If people can not watch that show, I would say don't watch it. And that's that's it. So would you step on the duck over there?
0: It's been one calendar year since Papa John revealed that he ate over 40 pizzas in 30 days. And that the Day of Reckoning was coming, right? Yes. This is the one-year anniversary, potentially the Day of Reckoning, that that he foresaw. I think that he predicted the
1: coronavirus, mm. and with all of his dough and both literal and
0: metaphorical, I owe... he could
1: easily have prevented it mm. and didn't.
0: This he is saw Papa it J- coming. This is Papa John's fault, you're saying.
1: Yeah, I would blame the entirety of the
0: coronavirus on Papa John. Mm. I agree. He's also a
1: racist, it. in case anyone forgot. Yes, which doesn't bother me, but I know it bothers some.
0: What a hilarious takedown! He. Dropped racial epithets on a conference call. Did I use epithets right there? Epithet. There we go. I'm glad you caught it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was going to let it go like it was a ch ch, ch of the microphone, but mm. there's is a T. Yeah, he uh, he pretty much ruined himself in about five minutes. Mm. And then he got weirder than ever in a bunch of videos that went viral really fast and got remixed a bunch of times like Remix. the one where he's all sweaty and he's wearing the papa john shirt and it's zooming in on his face and he just looks like a fucking maniac yeah bad dude yeah I i'm out him. i'm out he caused the coronavirus he's a racist that's two strikes i'm out and he's and he's sweaty i'm sweaty enough on my own i'm sweaty beef huh, huh. um did you did see you- oh, go ahead <laughs> go ahead
0: that was almost like in stereo sound uh Barack Obama has given Drake his approval to play him in a biopic, quote unquote, if the time comes.
1: When what? the time comes, maybe. <laughs>
0: yes, thought you might <laughs> think of that. Um, but yeah, could you imagine anything anyone needs less than an Obama movie starring Drake as Obama? Obama is a long-legged, legged Mac Daddy.
1: Um. Yes. I don't, I don't even have anything funny to say about that, and I was gonna play a Drake drop, and I just don't even feel like it. Um, I I think okay. I saw I saw the interview with Obama.
0: Like, see, this isn't even funny. You're right. This isn't.
1: <laughs> it's not funny.
0: Like, oh, Drake. It's not uh, funny. It's not fun.
1: I saw an interview with Obama, and like a guy from Complex Magazine, who's which is like a lifestyle streetwear sneaker kind of thing Mm. and i watched only about five minutes of it and obama was like acting extra black which i thought was kind of funny and then obama was talking about how he'd be okay with drake playing him and like his daughter malia or sasha malia would love it Mm. you know Uh, sasha and it just like i liked obama a lot i know he wasn't perfect as a president but i thought he was awesome and it bummed me out watching it because like Obama is such like a handsome, charismatic, likable, young, cool guy who could like do an interview with Complex Magazine because he's hip. Mm. But now we have this old, fat, disgusting, white dullard. Terrific. And then we're going to have another old, <laughs> disgusting, white dullard for another four years. At least he's not fat. <laughs> At least he's not fat. That's yes. the B- B- Biden's new slogan. Yeah. At least he's not a fat, disgusting piece of shit.
0: I mean, that'll get a re-election, undoubtedly. But yeah, the speaking of stuff in that vein, I was laughing about Ghislaine Maxwell has woken up every 15 minutes in jail to prevent suicide.
1: How badly do you need that suicide to happen so you can get that 100 bucks? Yeah, like, let's go, baby. Scott is, uh, famously picked Ghislaine early on in her imprisonment. Mm. For, the, for those of you that don't know who Ghislaine Maxwell is, read a read an article. Yeah, people know. But she is basically Jeffrey Epstein's right hand and she's in prison. And we're thinking she's either going to kill herself or be killed or die from the coronavirus. There are three options. Like in the beginning, I was like, God, that was a good pick on his part.
0: Yeah, when I picked it, I was like, I felt like people getting quote unquote suicided was hot. I was like, this bitch is done for. (laughs) She's going to pop up dead in like three days. But here we are, like, eight months after that. or when, when Yeah, it's they got
1: her on ice somewhere. So I think they've learned their lesson from what happened with Jeffrey Epstein when he did not kill himself and
0: wound up dead. And, yeah, I was just laughing. Like, her getting woken up every 15 minutes. like Them popping in <laughs> like, you dead yet? Did you kill yourself yet? Think okay.
1: about how bad of a sleep that is.
0: I'll be back in 15 minutes. Like, don't get too comfortable. It just seems, like, absurd.
1: What is waking up? What does waking her up have to do with it? Like, why can't they just look in the window of the cell door and go, okay, she's alive?
0: Yeah. They probably just worded it that way to make it sound... Right. Make it sound even
1: crazier. The logistics of actually not, like, for eight hours straight, just every 15 minutes, that's 32 wake-ups. Yeah, that's too much. Just over and over again. Like, ah, Ghislaine? Ghislaine? Yes, it's Ryan. Hi, how you doing? It's Wednesday night. I know I'm here. I brought you uh, a cupcake from the mess hall but I'm going to need you to stay awake for the next 10 so that you don't commit suicide. Could I'll ya? be back in 20 minutes.
0: Could you?
1: Um, Timothy Chalamet is hosting SNL this weekend. Oh, your do, boy. He is my boy, but I don't like SNL and I don't want people to recommend it to me anymore. Mm. That's it. Moratorium on SNL recommendations. Yeah. It's I've... happened too many times to count at this point.
0: Yeah. Especially at this point. It's like, what do you, I'll, I'll throw it on like, when I'll, I see it pop up on Hulu, I'll watch like the opening awful political sketch and one more and just be like, ah, and just turn it off in disgust, is usually how I watch SNL. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It stinks. It stinks, and I don't mm, like it. Stinks. It stinks. You want to do some shots? You got any more news? Uh,
1: the situation from the Jersey Shore is pregnant. Ooh. His wife, I should say. <laughs> and he's out of prison. His biceps are bigger than ever. Congratulations, situation.
0: I actually think it'd be a lot more fun if he was pregnant in like Arnold Schwarzenegger fashion. Yes. I think that would be a good character arc for the Sitch. He's kind of like a... Oh,
1: Oh, and in more D-list news... Uh, activated friend of the show, Joey King, actually, recently rear-ended someone with her car and is being sued.
0: Oh my god, I can't believe this happened,
1: bye! So I guess turkey heads need to, uh, get together
0: and start a GoFundMe to help her out? Yes. Cool. We need, she needs the dough. Okay. More than anything in this trying time.
1: Uh, that's it for me. I got. A, I have only three shuts this week.
0: Ooh, I think Busy I only have week. three.
1: Also, three's low for me. Hit me. Uh, my number one most shutted. <laughs> M- most shut? Shut it. Shitted. Shitty idiot. <laughs> um, <Shutted. laughs> hey, shitty. With body cam, with Mary J Blige and Nat hmm.
0: Wolf. I really shutted, didn't like it. I shut it. I actually didn't shut it. I fell asleep to it that's worse and forgot to finish it but i thought i had some cool stuff you like that
1: supernatural stuff though i like don't the- trick me with a cop drama and make me think it's going to be that and i get my head like wrapped around to like a like an end of what i was thinking i was getting into like an end of watch david ayer style mm. los yeah. angeles like bust them up crime drama
0: If David Ayer was involved, you would have loved this. Bunch of
1: Vatos (laughs) and like guns and trunks and fighting and like street kings kind of vibe. Hmm. All those movies that no one likes that I love.
0: Yes, that's accurate.
1: I needed that and it wasn't that and I was like, this sucks. Get this shit out of here. I hated it. And Mary J. Blige is on the new Ghost, Book Book of Ghost or Power Book of Ghost on Stars, And she's very bad. Mm. she's a bad actress
0: yeah she doesn't really radiate chemistry on screen or charm
1: and that was a tmz thing i thought it was something we could talk about but it's not yeah so she sucks uh. i didn't like body cam i shut it off i also shut off a documentary called trial four about a wrongfully accused gentleman who they thought he murdered somebody but he didn't and he went to jail for 22 years Ooh. and it was actually it happened here in Boston so it was Kid. like I like some crime documentaries I find them interesting this one I'm told gets better I got bored mm. um, I think it was a, a African American gentleman that this oh. happened to so it was ex- especially outrageous that they just locked him up for 20 imagine going to
0: prison for 22 years of your life and you did nothing I'd be upset if I went to, for 22 minutes right? For doing something. <laughs> it would really just ruin everything. Yeah, unthinkable. I can't even think about that. You just like, because everybody
1: who's in there is saying they didn't do it. Mm. Nobody goes, I mean, except for like this, the Charles Manson types. Like yeah. most people, oh, I'm innocent, I'm innocent. And they just hang in there with that. So they're not going to believe you.
0: Oh, it's, classic Shawshank rules. <laughs> Everyone in here is innocent. Don't you know much. that? Mr. Dufordian? Prison is my biggest fear. Yeah. Nothing
1: would be worse. Nothing. Yeah, that's oof. Um, gritty. And then I shut off that Exorcist documentary that you recommended,
0: Ooh. Leap of Faith with William Friedkin. I liked that. I thought it was very, very boring. It was. It was very, like, or not boring, but very, not a very flashy documentary. It is what it says it's going to be. It's the director of the Exorcist, like, long form just talking about the experience of making it. I thought it was interesting.
1: I noticed that you didn't finish it on the shutter. It was about halfway in when I got in there. Did you go back, or is that a shut on your part as well, even though you liked it?
0: I need to finish it. Gotcha. So we're in between. That's what we call. This is what we call a gotcha. (laughs) This is not a gotcha. I, I fall asleep watching something, like, almost every night, and then you start the next day, and it's like you just watch other things, you know in my opinion, sometimes it gets lost in the show. I had this
1: discussion with Monty the other day, if you shut it off and go to bed or if you fall asleep during it and then you aren't roaring to go in the morning, mm. movies are made to be watched in one sitting. If it takes you more than one sitting, you didn't like it. Mm. Almost always. Whether and it's like you there's sometimes where I watch a movie and it takes me a couple of sittings and I'm like it was good, right? it was pretty good. It's like it's not a TV show. You're not supposed to compartmentalize that the plot there's mm. no way you're going to digest it the way that you're meant to. A Documentary is a little different. That's fair. Documentaries can be paused. Yeah. But like a two and a half hour movie, if you don't, if you start it late and you fall asleep, like you're probably not going to go back. And if you do, it's going to lose a lot of its effect. And you, if, if you think about it, this is my analogy. I, this is what I use with Monty. If you put on drive. For the first time, I don't care if it's Mm. three o'clock in the morning and you have to be awake at 5 a.m., you're gonna fucking finish the movie.
0: That's a fair point. And this is
1: coming from a guy who shuts everything. True. If it's like a home run, like that was that movie, I didn't look at my phone once. Mm. So if you like a movie and you make a movie?
0: Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. You see what I'm saying. Yeah. What did I shut this week? I shot Super Intelligence, a new HBO Max feature film starring Melissa McCarthy and the voice of James Corden. As the robot? Oh, God, yeah. that looked bad. I saw the one trailer where she's like, but we could save the
1: world. Or Yeah, it's like Ooh. it's like
0: a reverse version of her, but it's James Corden's on the phone and like there's like a secret agent aspect. It was... Are oh. you telling me, Bad premise, bad execution. I don't even mind Melissa McCarthy, but like watching her in this, they just have her doing her like, like you're like a nasty, weird, I don't know. She's the same in everything. And I don't like
1: serious Melissa McCarthy either. Can You Please Forgive Me was to me overrated by a lot, given it was- that it was like in the conversation for Oscars.
0: Yeah, it was fine. It was, okay.
1: it was okay. I bought it, which is a stupid move. I should return it now.
0: Yeah. Get Two that years refund. Later, get
1: that fund. Let's <laughs> see if I can actually.
0: Um but yeah, this was just No oh, thanks. Not for me. Super intelligence on HBO Max avoided garbage. I also shut The Sunlit Night, which is new to Stars. Oh, which is about as boring as its title and had a great cast like uh gillian anderson zach galifianakis uh is it pronounced gillian jenny slate it might be jillian actually i was it's jillian. Say, i hope yeah. it's
1: jillian i've been saying jillian for 25 years yeah it
0: is i always say the wrong one with gillian and okay. jillian but yeah super boring sunlit night don't watch it i also shut off hillbilly elegy which is a new major motion picture on netflix this movie was directed by Ron Howard. I'm sure you've heard of him. He's directed I many have. many a picture over the year. Very famous guy. Behind and in front of the camera. So this is his new movie. And it stars Glenn Close and Amy Adams. Two actresses who like have never gotten an Oscar. But they always get nominated. So it's like a joke that they haven't. And this movie couldn't be any more like a them trying to get Oscars type movie. Mm. And it's so funny when you watch something knowing that they were like, "Oh, this will win awards," and it's just like dog shit. That's always the best, yeah. When like, you can
1: tell that they were hanging in there.
0: Yeah, it's like not only is this not award-worthy, this isn't watchable. Like this is awful. This fucking movie. Glenn Close plays like a the wacky mother and I guess it's based on a famous book that everyone loves, but who oh boy. Is this movie bad? and yeah you're a big glenn close guy over there
1: i am i i was the guy who was outraged in 2017 18 2018 when she did not win an academy award for the her performance in the wife oh the wife i'm a big
0: wife guy <laughs> a movie that posits the question what if there was a wife doesn't that sound interesting exactly yes I, now to be jokes aside though i do think she's awesome and i thought that Ah.
1: movie was really cool and it was i did think that who i can't remember who she was up against to be perfectly honest thinks would she lose to like regina king
0: i can't remember seems accurate
1: yeah beale street could talk maybe Mm. um yeah that probably is it right i remember being upset but anyway i do like her i think she's uh, a handsome woman as they said on family guy yes I, i don't know i just she hasn't made anything besides the wife that really blew my hair back in the last few years. It's like, what, are we going to look at the 101 Dalmatians? Like, she's Ooh. had an odd arc of a career.
0: Yeah. She definitely does have chops. You're right. But she's but, good. And so does Amy Adams. But both of them were just completely wasting their time in this movie. What was
1: that called again? To avoid? <clears throat> Hillbilly Elegy. What is an elegy? Good question. Do we know? I don't know. I
0: don't. And what I feel like... To? It's boring, whatever it is. It sounds boring. sounds very boring. Those are my shots. I'm 37! Maybe we
1: take a break? I'd love one. This is, uh, we went long in the beginning, and I'm a little gassed. It's gassed. Good to recharge. Figure it out from there. Folks, we'll be right back. All right, sounds good. This is friend of the show, S. Patty P, and you are listening to the Halloween spooktacular episode of Enough the Podcast. Go, Jason, go! No, you're not, but that's still...
0: (laughs) I thought that was the other one. We'll fix that in post. We'll change it to uh, the post-Thanksgiving spectacular. This is friend of the show, S. Patty P, and when I'm
1: not getting COVID tests, I'm listening to Enough the Podcast. (laughs) I had to cleanse my palate. I needed that one. There he is. Um, we just watched Fat Man, starring Mel Gibson and friend of the show,
0: Walton Goggins. Yes. And we loved it. (laughs) We, did we? No. Yeah.
1: No, we did not.
0: I got a little summary for the fans. This is, uh, as you said, it's called Fat Man. They're definitely going to need that summary because they
1: definitely have not heard of this movie. Yeah.
0: A rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus played by Mel Gibson is fighting to save his declining business. Meanwhile, Billy, a neglected 12-year-old hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. <clears throat> Which is like kind of a funny premise, like oh, like you're going to make a gritty crazy Santa movie. Like on paper it's yeah. like I could see it maybe, but this movie had the wrong tone the wrong like the pacing of it was all fucked up they they do a lot of
1: assuming in fat man they they assume that we just sort of know everything it's sort of a lack of exposition not even in a cool indie kind of way in a poorly put together lazy movie kind of way
0: yeah like it just doesn't make sense and doesn't work they should have made it more ridiculous like they were taking it way too seriously for the the killer santa movie yeah i was like what are we watching here
1: (laughs) i felt like it's one of those things like gibson has that big giant like 2020s mo gibson beard that just i think he's trying to make people forget that he is an anti-semite racist psycho who probably beat the shit out of his ex-wives
0: and we're supposed to just like oh he's got a you know a big beard he looks like he lives in oregon now so it's fine. Yeah, Mrs. Claus in this movie was played by a black woman. So Mel Gibson, all's is forgiven. On the nose. He's, he's woke now.
1: <laughs> Very, right. They did that on purpose. Yeah. There was a lot of little buttons in this movie that didn't make sense. Like, Walton Goggins went to a, a pet store and bought a hamster. Mm. They don't really explain why or what
0: for or anything, really. Yeah, that was like an aside. The whole thing with... And I, I'm thinking now they almost like didn't say Santa Claus the whole movie. Maybe they couldn't. They, everyone keeps calling him Fat Man, is which that brand- is annoying. Is Santa Claus branded? I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, like, everyone's calling him Fat Man. It's like, Mel Gibson isn't fat. Like no, It doesn't make sense. In great shape, actually. Yeah. It was just, like, bothersome and silly. Let's take a stand. And the main kid in this movie, who hires Goggins to kill Santa, had no chops. None. So many movies have like a kid who's one of the main stars of the movie and he can't act at all. It's like.
1: Yeah. Walton Goggins did all of the heavy lifting of this movie. I think Mel Gibson thinks I'm Mel Gibson and it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, you know, you go fucking Braveheart, Lethal Weapon, Passion of the Christ, Apocalypto, both in front of and behind the camera. Mm. Um, The Mad Max movies, which I don't love, but are definitely something. Um, ransom even Payback and movies like that like he's had some hits like he's been like Lethal right. Weapon is what a five movie franchise four movies four okay hopefully so
0: five one day
1: there's supposed to be a fifth right probably not day. with him it'll probably be with like Damon Wayans <laughs> or I'm sorry uh, Damon Wayans Jr. yes um, Damon
0: Wayans actually was on the Lethal Weapon TV series which okay that's had like two that, seasons I knew that
1: wasn't just knocking around in my brain for no reason yeah 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 that's where the mistake was okay but my point being he's a guy like even like he in his performance in daddy's home too that i talk about without irony all the time is actually very good mm. he's a great actor he's funny
0: he has really good range he's yeah you can see why he was like a leading man in all those movies sure. you just mentioned for like decades like he's he he's got the chops this movie he really
1: doesn't it's it basically answering a question that nobody asked it's, it's just shy of the pocket just to make it a proper Christmas movie. Like, it, what, did it come out Tuesday? Which was, what, November 24th?
0: Yeah, or maybe today. I don't know when that Like, that, that
1: doesn't make sense.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I just saw it on
1: iTunes for the first time earlier today and thought, well, it's new and it's got Gibson and it looks gritty. Yeah. I will be requesting a refund for that. Um, I wish I could re-meet Mel Gibson. Ooh. Yeah, didn't he light
0: his I.
1: That's the way I'd like it to go down. I did let him use my lighter. But I'd like to have that interaction happen again and say, what were you thinking with Fat Man? And Mm. just see his reaction. Yeah. Like, let's see him defend that movie. It wasn't as crisp as I needed. It got caught halfway. It was like a clip. Um, Yeah, I'm going to give it a 0.5 out of 10
0: bags of popcorn? What are you going to give it? Take a stand together. I mean, I'm normally more generous than Ank is, as fans might know. And I'm going to give this like a, a two. This is a two. A two? A two.
1: Or three or four? Uh A two is low from you. I thought you were going to go one, but I'll take a two.
0: Especially for like, you know the whole premise from the get-go. It's like, oh, the killer Santa movie. And it takes so long to get going. It doesn't even start getting violent until the last like 20 minutes. There's an okay shootout scene. Like we're spoiling everything because don't watch it. Yeah. But yeah, I felt the whole movie, I felt like they were just killing time because (laughs) they didn't have the budget to do like anything exciting or fun. I think that they- do too much action. Right. Before the end. I I honestly, I'm not sure
1: who that movie was made for. Mm. I would imagine we're right in like the Q zone of the (laughs) day. It's not exactly in my Q zone. (laughs) Um, I I don't know. I feel like they had nowhere to go with this movie. And I'm curious on the budget. Is that even something that'll be on Box Office Mojo because this is
0: such a small film? That seems findable. But yeah, really didn't care for it. Avoid Fat Man when it uh, starts popping up everywhere. And certainly don't spend real money to rent it on iTunes. My goodness.
1: Okay, I got it. It It opened in 259 theaters. Want to know how much it made? Mm, $108,000. Ooh. Yeah.
0: More than I was expecting. And did it open, like, in recently? Opened November 13th. Oh. Yeah. Worldwide,
1: it made $400,000. In the entire world. (sighs) I'm not getting a budget on here, though.
0: Yeah. It's fine.
1: That's my most curious... Yeah, it's an hour and forty minutes. It actually felt like an hour and forty minutes. I wouldn't say I was bored. I was just not enjoying it. I was, I was a little co- bored. I was just like, what's what are they yeah. gonna do with this? Yeah. I like cooked dinner in the middle of it. <laughs> That's when you know a movie's getting good. Yeah, yeah. When you just fire off a dinner. Guess how much it, it opened in Australia seventy thousand dollars higher than it did
0: here. All those male heads, they he's, he's got Australian. That oh yeah. Yeah,
1: that makes sense.
0: You forget he's Australian he's do. so good at doing... He does a
1: great American accent.
0: Yeah. All but right, so that's Fat Man. To segue to another holiday movie, I watched Happiest Season. A new... I still gotta watch that. That looks really good. A new Hulu original film, which is one of our favorite uh, sub-genres to talk about here on the program. <laughs> I watched this because this movie is Babe City. It's got all my favorite babes in it. Kristen Stewart, Mackenzie Davis, Allison Brie, Aubrey Plaza? I'm a fan of mischief. <laughs> I was just like this is going to be terrible, but I got to I got to watch this and show some respect. Did you enjoy it? I mean, it's fine. It's like riddled with clichés and pretty forgettable, but I feel like most holiday rom-coms are and like this one has a twist like Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis are gay. But her parents don't know that, and she brings her home from the holidays like, this is my friend, or no, this is my roommate. Oh, boy. And, like, it's got some fun twists on that formula. You can probably imagine what happens, but it has a couple wrinkles. And I'm just box. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the whole Going to
1: me. pound town, we like to call it here
0: at the podcast. Do we? We do. <laughs> okay, we do. But, yeah. Uh, the- you, did you like it? It was fine. Like, decent, kind of cute, nothing special. It's got uh, Dan Levy, who I'm already very, very tired of I'm seeing. I'm so stuff.
1: tired of him.
0: He's just an annoying, not very funny version of his dad. I was really hoping you... The other day we discussed Shit's Creek on our mm.
1: uh, group text, and I took a stand against... Schitt's creek, and no one got behind me mm. and i'm curious as to i was hoping you were going to jump in my corner i think you it's took fine. a neutral stance as always
0: not not needed, as always i needed
1: that white hot defense but i think this is my thoughts on dan levy Shits creek it's like i said the other day Shits creek is a show for people that want the whole world to know how intelligent they are with the things that they find funny like it's Mm. like this like that christopher guest kind of and i'm not just saying that because dan or eugene levy it's got that that what's her face now Catherine o'hara has that like theater geek kind of timing Mm. i just i can't stand it it's that pretentious like and i know schitt's creed's (laughs) dumbed down enough for network Mm. or for what is it netflix
0: it's a comedy that's too good to be funny. <laughs> that old family guy bit. Exactly. About. But yeah, that... I know what you're saying. It's not like for everybody. No. I don't know how it got as popular as it is and like won the Emmy for Best uh, Comedy and such. Kids sniffing.
1: <laughs> I know, I'm trying not to, and I can't breathe. My ear's going... Glug, glug. Fucking allergies.
0: Um, I don't know. It just... Yeah, enough of Dan Levy. Let's just like take a pass on him being a guy. <laughs> Let's yeah. just like I had
1: be- I had better info about why why I hated him the other day when I was caffeinated and now I'm tired, but Ooh. Dan Levy is like taking Hollywood by storm. Mm. And I I don't know. I I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's fun to work with. But like him in the kilt
0: yeah. with
1: the dumb big eyebrows and the glasses just like his father.
0: I've I've, ha- I've honestly had it with both of them. He's one of those guys it makes me think, like, can't we do better than this guy? Isn't there someone yeah. out there, like, funnier, more talented, more worth, like, putting in stuff than just this fucking, like...
1: If he were straight, no one would pay attention to him.
0: Yeah, that's probably... Yeah, he's feeling like the wacky, wacky gay, gay sidecar guy. niche in what? this moment. And guess what? There's a
1: lot of better gay sidecars.
0: A that's lot of That's probably true, them. yeah.
1: Tim Dillon. Best gay sidecar there is.
0: <laughs> he's great. I'd like to see him start popping up in movies. I wonder if he has he's names. not a very
1: good actor, but I don't care. <laughs> I think he's that good. yeah. and I, I don't think that the token gay guy is funny. And I do feel like Eugene or Dan Levy is token gay guy.
0: Yeah, that's not funny. yeah, he's stuff def- he like sidled into, sure that role. Enough know. about him,
1: though, as you said. Um, Happiest, what else did you watch?
0: It's called Happiest oh, right. Season. It's on Hulu. You know, it's like a background movie. It's like perfectly oh, reasonable. That's such a, that's and such a terrible.
1: Like, imagine if you worked on something for nine <laughs> months, and then a couple of shitheads in a shitty studio <laughs> apartment were like, you know, it's a background movie. It's fine. Like I'll I'll shit to it. <laughs> I'll
0: shit to it. And like that's, that's the dream. I hope to one day make something that someone even half watches. Uh, in the cut, I uh, yeah, but I just, get it though, it's not an insult. Just one more thing, I got an obit from this movie. Okay, at the end of a movie, when it actually says the end, I think that's hacky as hell. When it, uh, it's like, I know it's the end, you think this is my first movie? I kind of like it. Some movies do it like as a joke. I'm not gonna, which g- I'm not gonna get
1: green like that. I like it, I um, think there's fun ways of doing it and if it's a great movie and of course now I have zero examples
0: it's in the obits you can't fight it <laughs> I
1: don't know I don't. Know. it doesn't
0: bother me I don't know it just like struck me watching this movie it, it's just so unnecessary it's like yeah it's the end <laughs> the credits are fucking rolling I know it's the end <laughs> what are we doing I, let's start becoming watch the entire credits guys ooh classy Dawson's Creek type stuff but yeah, that, in that same vein, I rewatched Meet the Parents, which uh, holds up. Great movie. Do
1: we consider... That's a Thanksgiving movie, right?
0: Yeah, it's like a holiday, right? holiday. visiting the family type something. I haven't seen it in forever. Just funny scene after funny scene. It almost becomes a bit much by the end. Like, wow, this guy really <laughs> like messed up. Like He broke the sister's nose, lost the cat, found a fake cat him arriving Uh, with that fake cat and holding it up that's always been one of my favorite scenes he like sets Owen Wilson's uh, Hopa the Hopa on fire they, they do, like, too, too many things where it's, like... Agreed, yeah. It's, like, they would just call the police on this guy. Like,
1: it's too much. When he's on the roof smoking the cigarette and the, the cigarette roll... that's At that point is when you lose yourself in that. Or when you've lost it with that movie, when it's, like, the cigarette rolls off the roof because, like, the cat runs out. It's, like, oh, he yeah. lost the cat and burned the backyard down in the same minute.
0: Yeah, it's, like, comedy of error stuff, but it's too much. Too it's like, much. It's, like, he's hit the brakes a bit on this. In my opinion, the pratfalls of that
1: movie aren't funny, Mm. And the interaction with the family is hilarious. Mm. So were they to, number one, give Owen Wilson? He's like, couldn't be more of a Dion Waiters award for like... For this movie, like
0: does so much with so little. I was cackling at everything he says in this movie because oh, he, he he plays like the ex boyfriend <laughs> who like Ben Stiller hates because he's like the perfect guy. Everybody else loves him. It's incredible.
1: Him calling Ben Stiller's girlfriend. What's her name in the movie? It's what's her face's daughter. Blythe Danner's daughter. Terry it? Polo. Terry Polo. Good. cat. Yeah. Blythe Danner's in it, not actually her daughter in real life. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, good. Good. Terry Polo and and Owen Wilson have like that. They're calling each other. Iceman and goose like mm. top gun stuff and like owen wilson set up
0: ice <laughs>
1: owen wilson's sweater and like talking about his kitchen supplies or kitchen appliances like the twin Z's, the fridge <laughs> like everything is gold and they give him nothing there's like the scene where he's putting the hopa in the backyard and poop goes all over the place mm. and then the tour of his house and the beach volleyball game and that's it
0: yeah he's not really in any other scenes Yeah, he's like uh, the secret weapon of the movie. They just sprinkle him in here and there. Which he should have had.
1: It should have been like the first day Greg arrives and he's just there and you don't know why. And then he doesn't go away. And I don't think it would have gotten less funny. I really don't. I think he and Ben Stiller play off of each other really well, too. Classically, they're in a bunch of stuff together. Yeah, I don't know. I love that movie. There's a lot I would change about it.
0: It's so great. And when I was watching it, I was thinking if they didn't make those two very dog shit sequels, people would still talk about how funny yeah. Meet the Parents is. It's like a a comedy classic, but they just those sequels are so fucking bad. It's unbelievable. Such a fucking money
1: grab is the sad part. Yeah, it's like Oh Meet the Fockers. They probably I bet you it made good money cuz people were both times people were thinking, well, you know,
0: yeah. little
1: Fockers, like Meet the Fockers wasn't that good, but Meet the Parents was
0: and Little Fockers is one of the worst comedies ever made. That third Pretty much one? ever, yeah. Because they couldn't even get everyone back together. They're like teleconferencing over Zoom the whole movie. It's like Guess how
1: much Meet the Fockers made?
0: Oof, probably a fortune because they did make that third one.
1: 522,657,000 worldwide. It's exactly what I was going guess. With a budget of 80 million. Wow. So six times, right? Seven? Almost six and a half times what... It, that's a that's a good return.
0: And I don't even hate that second one. I remember Dustin Hoffman being kind of fun in it. Him on
1: the toilet. Yeah. When what?
0: Uh, like I, I forgot my own rule with the like yellow, let it mellow, whatever the fuck. It and then Little
1: Fockers bombed.
0: Good. They gave
1: it twenty more, twenty million more for the budget, and then it made five hundred million less worldwide. Woof. Yeah. So bigger budget smaller return although it was still profitable it was that brumbly this is
0: why we need the new mics 2500 folks as simple <laughs> as sending me a paypal <laughs> it's easy but yeah meet the parents it's on stars right now give it a rewatch it's a home run loved it
1: i agree but like i said would change a bunch
0: hmm I also watched a documentary on Netflix called American Murder, The Family Next Door. Have you seen this one? I've gone by it 57 times. This is a hot one. You're going to love this one. I'm not going to tell too much about it. Don't tell me anything.
1: Yeah, just give me the
0: gist. It's got a very boring title, like American Murder, The Family Next Door. I never would have watched this on my own accord. I watched this with friend of the show, Dan, and Mm. Amanda. Shout out. And this is like an unbelievably fucked up, crazy documentary. It's one part? Yeah. One, like an hour 20 fucking bingo bango. But it's a cool documentary because all of it is footage from one of the person involved social media. So they like tell this whole story just from footage that they, like you could find online. And... It's incredible. Like, you get so into it because of the, like, personal nature of the footage. Mm. I'm not even the biggest true crime documentary guy. I thought this was excellent. Like, must see. Hmm. If you like this stuff at all, I couldn't recommend it more. I'm going to say the title again because it is very bad. American Murder, The Family Next Door on Netflix. What... um What'd you say? You got any? Mm,
1: lots. Um, I watched for documentaries. I watched two. Ooh, uh, I watched classy. the Takashi Six Nine documentary on Hulu called Six Nine or Sixty Nine. Kid, um, I love this fucking guy.
0: I do. Do you? I, I do. Yeah, I, I always have. And like, I love this fucking guy about Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> he's the like awesome. rainbow. Fucking... Oh, he's awesome.
1: If you haven't heard him,
0: he's definitely worth
1: checking out because
0: I don't think I've ever heard him. I just I'll... know him as like the scandalous sidecar who's very colorful and wacky. But I don't yeah, even me know about... how to find him
1: on Spotify. But his main song is Gummo. I'll just look that up. Oh, after the get, feature listen, film, here he is. Uh, yeah, actually, good. this is Gummo from mm-hmm. Takashi 69.
0: Oh, no good. I I have been missing gunshots and reload noises and rap, so maybe I'm maybe I'm in. It's fire. Just give it a minute. He's in
1: what's called the Skull Gang. Skull and Bones.
0: <sighs> Takashi 69 is a visionary. Lovely young man. Writes good music. But yeah, what what do they get into in the dark?
1: Um uh, basically, I can't even focus with this guy screaming in the background. It's a lot of things. They go into basically his whole arc with the police and how he like, he starts off, he's poor, he's in Brooklyn. He like starts doing YouTube videos, SoundCloud, and then like out of nowhere he blows up and he like gets, he got famous through being a criminal basically and like befriending gang members and like being tangentially located like conveniently with crimes happening and not exactly doing anything Crime. up until he had like a stat rape situation where there was a 14 year old girl and he was 15 or 18 it wasn't like that crazy it was like she was 14 he was 16 and like or like mm. he might have been a few i don't even know i'm i'm not going to speak on it because i'm not 100 sure of the age differences but allegedly. he ended up getting allegedly exactly <laughs> he ended up getting in a lot of trouble as he should i mean it's bullshit and then he got out of jail and then like everybody had this stink on him like oh he's a pedophile he's a pedophile so he wanted to change his image so he joined the Bloods which is a there's the Crips and the Bloods you know Ooh. Scott and I are actually we're, we're Crips so for him to join the Bloods is an offense to us I'm a shapeshifter I go back and forth you're both oh you're both a Blood and a Crip yeah. okay that's good that's good for future reference depending I, it's on it's good for me to know what mood I'm in sure as many do His real name is Daniel Hernandez, and I guess what he did was he got himself in with a group called the Trey Nine Bloods. I knew most of the stuff in the documentary I knew already. I Mm. didn't learn anything. It was just sort of interesting seeing it all laid out. Mm. But it's on Hulu, 6ix9ine, if you are interested. He's the kid with the tattoos all over his face and the fucking rainbow hair, and he got out of jail recently allegedly for snitching on everybody in that faction of the Bloods. Oh. And now there are a lot of people who want to kill him.
0: Huh. So. Snitching? How dare he? He's a snitch. God we damn. have a no snitching policy at the NF podcast. Yeah, we would never. That's fucked up. The... I think you also got into that new documentary on Showtime called Belushi. I did. Did you? You didn't watch it? I meant to. But I need to like re-up my showtime. I realized when I went to put it on that I don't have showtime. Mm. But I'm going to get in there. Get
1: on mine. I forget how I even use that.
0: He's in. But yeah, is this about Jim Belushi? The most famous Belushi? <laughs> in my personal favorite? It is, actually. The entire movie is,
1: is based around According to Jim. Ooh, we start perfect. off in his <laughs> modest home. And it leads to present day where he's actually working on getting an uneventful celebrity alcohol called Mediocrity, the gin, released. Living yes. um, in the shadow of greatness yes. is the subtitle. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I wrote down, am I even a Belushi guy? I'm re- yes. I don't know.
0: This is, of course, about John Belushi yes. of Saturday Night Live fame and Blues Brothers and... A few
1: things that I garnered from this. Hmm. I don't think I love John Belushi. He seems like a bit of a nightmare to be around and work for. Ooh, He just was fucked up all the time. Eccentric. He was like super moody. Like, he was sort of the top guy in the Second City sketch group from Chicago, which is sort of like their version of <laughs> Upright Citizens Brigade or mm. Groundlings. Yeah. And Dan Aykroyd came up with him. They got on Saturday Night Live together. They left Saturday Night Live together. They became the Blues brothers. They had a blues bar in New York together. A lot of cool shit. And it seemed to me like I don't know. I just it seems like he he was kind of a dick. And like even Lauren Michaels was posthumously criticizing him in this. And Lauren is a notorious asshole. But he was sort of criticizing him as a comedian and a guy and a work his work ethic and
0: I don't know I mean I love the idea of guys like that and like Bill Murray you get to a level where people just love everything you do like you're a dickhead asshole idiot you like ruin everything but everyone's like he's brilliant like it's so worth it because he's right. just like like the, his mind I didn't like, realize he died at thirty three which seems so young to me that is young. And I mean, a lot of people would say like, well, you know... Kid, we outlived him. Dap it up. (laughs) That's a thing. He's in. I... (laughs) But yeah, and also Lorne-wise, we were talking, when you were watching, we were texting... I'm out on Lorne. I hate how Lorne is like the king of comedy, just because he's the SNL guy. Has anyone ever laughed at anything Lorne Michaels has said? Never. I've never heard him do anything even remotely amusing. He's like the stiff. He's, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't understand the appeal yeah. of Lorne. I really don't. I don't. And it's like SNL is sort of a dead medium. It's like a, the DVD of of comedy shows. Yeah, it just like anyone who's still watching it is just like devoid of humor or something. I'm not. <laughs> I don't get it. And I don't know. The doc is sort of interesting. It goes quickly. There's a lot about it that made me wish that I had grown up in a different time, like Ooh. perhaps in the 70s where people were more lax about things. Yeah. It just seemed interesting <clears throat> and fun. And Dan Aykroyd's cool. You got some good John Landis stuff in there. He seems like a pretty good sport to work Ooh. with. The way he described how he was with Belushi, especially working on, a what did they do, three Blues Brothers movies
0: together? I think just the two. The original and then... Oh, because then they did the other one with Dan Aykroyd yeah. and... Uh, Goodman. Know,
1: and John Goodman, yeah. Yeah. Weird duo.
0: I don't even love the original Blues Brothers. I don't either. I, I don't feel, get it. Yeah, I find it massively overrated. Like, it, it's okay. It has its moments, but I mean...
1: If he lived, no one would talk about it. That's There's that. And you could say, oh, well, no, in the 70s it was a huge hit, and da, 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 or the 80s, whatever. Mm. I guess it was the '70s with the first one, right? Yeah, that sounds right. Like the, we got sunglasses, and it's dark. It's dark outside. Yeah, like, like coffee and blah blah blah. It's just stupid. Like I bet that like that's not a quotable line.
0: Yeah, I bet Dan Aykroyd sneaks a plug for his Crystal Skull vodka into this documentary I feel somehow. Like <laughs> the the club that I
1: worked at in Los Angeles, the owner was friends with Dan and Jim. Oh, Jim Belushi and Dan Aykroyd, and we would always have. Dan Aykroyd's crystal skull behind the bar Mm. and was it a hot seller it wasn't is where I was going with that
0: not a single person would ever buy it. He's always on shows pitching it in a way where it's like, "Aren't you Dan Aykroyd? Don't you have money?" Like he <laughs> seems desperate every time he's like on I something pitching. I'm it.
1: venturing to guess that his net worth is somewhere upwards of fifty to sixty million
0: dollars. Yeah, it's like, how on earth do you not have money? And you have to be like legitimately hawking this.
1: Oh, he has money. He's just
0: booze. Rude. Yeah, he's got one hundred
1: and eighty million dollars.
0: Danny boy. Put the fucking vodka put, in there. I was the, gonna say
1: put the vodka in the obits yeah. and relax Get and just enjoy here. your twilight years. Could you? I don't know. Uh it's worth a watch, especially if you're a Belushi fan. Mm. And I enjoyed learning a little bit about him. It does have like a few of his home run famous sketches, like the samurai delicatessen guy with, mm. and the uh I guess that's the same, the cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Like that made me laugh.
0: Yeah. Those are such weird bits, though. Like very weird. I love that in the '70s, that was something that could like recur every week. Like people like this, like the yeah, that samurai bit, crazy stuff. But yeah, it's Belushi now on Showtime. I think that's a Showtime exclusivo. It is. Which weird that they got that. Yeah. I don't know
1: who put this all together. It was probably Ackroyd had a big hand in it. He's heavily in it. Mm. At least mention of him. Um. so that's Belushi
0: Belushi and then
1: I watched are we doing TV now or you got more something else
0: I got one more quickie that I think was in your shuts a week or so ago the can't another, wait to hear about it another Hulu original run oh. starring Sarah Paulson God, and hard. oh it's great it heats up I feel like you shut it too early. You probably shut it like like four four, minutes in. No, it was 35, 40 minutes (laughs) in. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, fuck. And I was paying attention. It's very, like, misery-like, but I felt like it had enough twists on the misery formula where it's its own thing.
1: I disagree completely. I felt like it was too... I felt like it was biting anything that it had
0: from misery and doing it poorly. It's definitely like using misery as the template. Oh, without question. It gets good. It heats up and has like a a clever ending. Some fun twists. Hmm. I liked it. And that Sarah Paulson's obviously good. She's in like everything that comes out. But the daughter in the movie, I'd never seen in anything before. And she was good. I should have looked up her name. How does
1: Sarah Paulson get so much work? Is what I need to know.
0: Like I guess she's good. Even more than that, someone like her, I wonder how she has the time to be in so many things. When you see someone who pops up in like, like, she was in Ratchet, that Netflix show. That only came out a few months ago. Now she's got this movie. She's got another show. She's bippin'. She's boppin'. I'll venture to guess that Run was shelved for a while.
1: <laughs> you think it was a shelving? I, I wouldn't doubt it. Fuck. Uh, I guess I could see why it was something. I, I didn't shut it off. It was... No, I, I watched quite a bit of it. Like, at least 30, 40 minutes. And... It was my morning movie. That's what I'm the most that's the movie I'm the most focused on. Like I'm having my coffee. People usually aren't awake yet to distract me text wise. Yeah. So I'm zoned in. I was I was locked in and I didn't do it.
0: I thought I had some stuff.
1: Run on Hulu with is she a friend of the show?
0: Yeah, we're in on her. She's fine. She's got Why chops. You do that, she just finds herself in turkey sometimes. She sure does. Yeah, I dug run. Let's get into TV. Let's be TV guys. I watched uh, some fucked up. I know fans have been excited about the return of Saved by the Bell. I don't know about the return, the reimagining, resurrection. This show's very bad. The new Saved by the Bell. It starts, you don't say. It starts with like a whole thing. They bring back Zach and Kelly. For, like, an extended cameo to try to, like, trick you into thinking they're going to be part of the show. Explain that. Yeah, like, Zach Morris is a governor now. And they actually do this thing where they, they like, show a clip from Franklin and Bash. And, like, make that part of Zach's canon. Mm. Where I was like, that's kind of a funny bit. But, I mean. I saw the, the
1: clip that you sent made me smile, but I also hated it. Yeah. Because, like, it isn't meta and breaking the fourth wall to make fun of a show that you were very invested in that was bad. Yeah. Like, it is and it isn't. Like, it, it would be funnier if he had other stuff going
0: on, maybe. Yeah. I just saw it as, like, an ad for Franklin Bash. It was like, you're just trying to get some eyes on It this. didn't even
1: feel like he was making fun of it, really. It yeah. felt like he was just acknowledging its existence in, an, in this similar universe.
0: Yeah. Just, like, trying to explain himself. Like, oh, yeah, I've been doing other stuff. I haven't just been waiting for this call. The entire reboot of Saved by the Bell, in premise and in
1: practice, feels lazy to me.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, people know the name, and fucking idiots like me will put it on just to be like, how fucking bad is this? And the answers vary. The thing that might have bothered me the most about it is the new theme song. I think I sent you guys the clip. I kind of want to play a second of it. It's so... Like I was waiting for it. I was like, I know they're just gonna do like the same thing, but have a new spin on it. And it was just so much worse than I was prepared for. Just like the most lifeless little remix imaginable. But they got, they only got Zach and Kelly for that scene. But, yeah. Oh, the little yachty remix. Oh, this is little yachty. Sure is. I should have known a little was involved. Yeah, it's just like, this is just nothing. Like, was this like his first pass?
1: Yeah. It's like, so-
0: and cut. Okay,
1: yeah, let's send it.
0: This is like if someone said to me, like, do a remix of the Saved by the Bell theme.
1: I think Oof. people recognize his auto, heavily, heavily auto-tuned voice. Mm. And that alone is like, oh, it's little Yachty. I recognize that. Woof. Yeah, woof indeed.
0: But yeah, I mean, I didn't expect too much from this. It is, you know, a reboot of like a Saturday morning kids show, for crying out loud. People talk about
1: that show like it's so good. It's like, is it though? I don't even remember really loving it when I was a kid.
0: I liked it when we were kids because it's just like a a fun, like bright, bubbly, (laughs) wacky show.
1: colorful, 80s, 90s kind of thing. I I get
0: it. Watching Um, the new one, it it plays like a Tim and Eric parody of a (laughs) 90s teen show. Which makes it like kind of watchable for a bit, but like TC Tuggers. Yeah, the new cast is very bad, and oh yeah, they did. They have Slater and Jesse back in like somewhat substantial roles. AC Slater's a gym teacher now, which uh, cool makes sense, I guess. They thought about this show long we, and hard. Do we hate Mario Lopez? I mean, I don't love him, but he's, he's whatever. He's just like a dude on Earth, doing his thing. Zero, point zero. But yeah, I don't recommend this for people our age. I can't imagine kids would like it. I don't know what it's doing here, but it's on Peacock. A new say by the <laughs> bell. Also, a glaring lack of Screech and Belding. did Screech
1: ca- get convicted of rape? I think he might have. And but- like jerk off somewhere weird? It sounds like, like there's something... like two big gross things that he did that are keeping him from being in new content
0: Yeah, I think you're right Something happened, and I think building got a soft cancellation also mm. I hear people talk about him a lot, being a fucked up dude Oops, isn't he fatter than ever? Oh yeah, he's like a Like a good yeah. three? Yeah Love it have better He should have played Santa Claus Nothing Batman. better than
1: an unrealistic gain
0: <laughs> Gain, guys what other TV did we get into this calendar week, I, buddy? I'm
1: on the last episode of the new Amazon Prime show, Wayne, mm. featuring uh, friend of the show and potential third, Mike Mike O'Malley. Hey now,
0: yes, uh, I liked it of a God's lot
1: fame. Fame so far.
0: It's yeah. it's good for people who don't know this show. Wayne is a bean set crime drama or a <laughs> bean set crime comedy, like a, a show set in Boston, which is our bread and butter. It's actually set in Brockton, which is even more closer to... The
1: wheelhouse of it, yeah, like, stupid stuff we make fun of. Yeah,
0: the grittiness.
1: Um, I think a lot of the accents are pretty bad.
0: Oh. Boston accent-wise, this is like worse than anyone in The Departed. Almost everyone in this cast has a garbage accent and is like embarrassing themselves. Except for maybe Mike O'Malley.
1: Well, he's actually from here.
0: Yeah, and he's a pro one of the grades
1: um yeah I I have been re- re- tearing through it there are certain parts that I love I like the violent stuff I think that's really cool Ooh. the way that they, they do it is like not just like funny but it's also interesting um I like how it's shot
0: I do like Wayne the main kid Dell his his girlfriend is a little grating. I don't love either of them I find them both I only saw two or three episodes but I was watching it just because it's set in Boston like Lee's, I was like, I don't care about either of these dudes. I find it the whole premise of the show to be unfathomably
1: unrealistic. Yes. It's like, oh, you're just going to like drive up and down the coast on a dirt bike, killing people and beating people up and not getting in trouble. And you have nowhere to sleep, eat, shower, go to the bathroom, change clothes, wash dirty clothes. You have all of the things that you guys both own in, what, one small backpack. It's just... Yeah. Not for me. The the lack of exposition, the lack of ex, like of just understanding how they're even doing what they're doing.
0: How do they get money to pay for gas? Yeah. How about that? They're both broke. It's also very the townish. Just in like premise like a guy escaping his gritty life in Boston to go to Florida. It's like that is the town. Someone who's been half like a fucking paycheck. I think that's a pretty common theme of
1: dirt bags in Boston or people that grew up here Yeah. of like wanting to go somewhere
0: warm. Yeah.
1: Like I got to get out of here. Like the classic, Let's... like I did it at, tw- at 29. How old yeah. was I? Uh, 29. And I, I moved to Los Angeles.
0: You live the exact storyline of the town in Florida. Kid.
1: Yeah. Florida was not a choice. That was rehab. That doesn't count. But, but yeah, Los that's... Angeles was a big choice. And I drove out there in
0: my car with all my stuff. It was very cliche. Hmm. That's the funniest part about like Boston movies. It's like, in their mind, there's only like five stories that can come out of Boston. Yeah. It's like, it's about a fucking guy who's so gritty. He's just got to get out of there and go he's, somewhere warm. Everybody's always got to get out of here. Yeah. I just
1: bought a fucking house here. So I'm in a, in a relationship. I'm buying a house. I have my business here. My clients are here. The show is now here. We could do the fucking show anywhere.
0: Kid. We but I do mean, this on the moon. But nine, my point is I'm here. Ninety seconds of the departed would not hit if we weren't in the bean. Agreed.
1: Yeah, so it's good. I think a lot of people would enjoy it. It uh, kind of weird that it's a weird show to be on Amazon.
0: Yeah, actually makes sense. I had a bit about this show that I tweeted, and then the two creators of the show like favorited it, and I didn't even like tag them in it. I don't know how they happened upon it. It certainly did didn't like go viral or anything. Something about like the town. Like I had a picture of the town and then compared the two things, and I was, uh, yeah. I just thought that was fun. That is fun. I wish I could remember the bit, but like one of the creators is the guy who writes or is the co-writer of the Deadpool movies, and he does a bunch of others. He's like a big guy on the on the scene these days. Folks, I'm just bragging about the fact that someone of note favorited one of my tweets, and I'm yammering about it. And I have not been it. on
1: Twitter, really. Ooh. A lot. I go on the Wound account occasionally <laughs> to troll people.
0: Oh, the Wound.
1: <laughs> the Wound is deep inside uh, Turkey Boy's stuff. Yes. No need to explain what it is.
0: Yeah, one day. That's like, uh, we'll save that for the 100th episode. It's a big it's spectacular.
1: Deal. We're going to reveal the,
0: wo- the identity of the Wound. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be big. I have to piss so badly. It's gotta piss. Um, but yeah, what were we talking? Wayne on Amazon. Check it fine. out if you like. I'll give it what we were uh, saying.
1: Four bags of popcorn. Ooh. Out of an undisclosed amount, but four is is pretty good.
0: Popcorn's back. Speaking of fucking bean set crime dramas, maybe we oh. watch a splash of one at this moment in time. I may or may not already have it queued up. Kid. Ooh. If only it would work. Yeah, kind of a light TV week. Although I'm still enjoying that Mandalorian. I feel like I say that a lot, but I mean... It just started the movie over. Kid, that's fucked up. Which is funny. Luckily,
1: I remembered where it was supposed to be.
0: Boom, 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 boom. But yeah, Mandalorian-wise, I had this thought the other day. I like how they roll... They don't do the streaming thing where they just dump all the episodes at once. I like the weekly rollout. I like that too, yeah. I'm back in on the re... Weekly rollout. It keeps the conversation around the show alive instead of... when they just dump it all at once. Everyone watches it and then forgets about it in two days and doesn't want to keep discussing it. It's good. Hot show. Is this where we were? Mm. Oh, shit. Matt Damon's getting thanked for being a a good co-op it skipped like a a tiny we might have missed two or three seconds but the heads are gonna be fired up about monty's already calculating (laughs) it on his abacus like well you know you (laughs) missed the the quadrant of
1: the third second of the last minute
0: it's gonna fuck up when people try to put together the uh the super commentary that i uh that i've been requesting Oh. Imagine if someone actually did that.
1: They won't send us an email, but they're willing to put sixteen hours on fucking like I don't even know what app. I guess Logic Pro.
0: Or... That's when we know we've made it. Long yeah. Wow. Matt Damon and Leo interacting yeah. in weird. this movie is weird. They're a
1: bad duo. They're not good together. And also, to this is like there's like one minute here where Leo doesn't know who he is yet. Mm. He hasn't put it together in about. He's like relaxed and thinks he's just a good cop and nah, 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 everything's fine. It. And then like well,
0: ten seconds we'll from now, back, all right? citizens, fucking all. citizens. Alright, Anderson, you want to be a cop again? No, no. Cop. They say <laughs> and the, the word cop in this so much. I want my identity back. Check your computer. Go on. I'll have to excuse my behavior. My only contact in the last six months has been a police shrink. I love how over the top this movie is. That not only. For you? Is he a cop, but an undercover gangster? Leo yeah, is right. an undercover gangster. Or no, he's a cop. The reverse. They're both dating the same woman. Or... This is such a movie. Yeah. I'm going to find him. I'm going to arrest him. Kid. Good. And if there's anything you can do to help me, you know I mean? Just...
1: D.O.B.'s. Fuck. Uh, that's, that's 90. That's a decent pause. Damon's face.
0: How you doing? Hey, how are you?
1: Where am I? Am I dead? <laughs> He's the um, fucking... So that's 90 seconds of The Departed.
0: Folks, we hope you had fun listening to us this week. At this moment, I'll remind you to shoot us an email. podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Send us a thing about anything you're watching or thinking about. It'll be great. And follow us on Instagram at... Enough the podcast? And on Twitter, at Podcast Enough.
1: I can't believe whoever stole that Twitter handle from us. And I cannot wait to pry it from their dead hands. Yeah. We're gonna kill you.
0: This is a threat to whoever stole that.
1: I guess I could say that this week was a lot of fun for me. And I really appreciate you guys listening. As we get closer to the holidays, I want you to remember the things that are really important. Mm. Like giving back to your community and holding your loved ones close mm. and remembering the real magic of the holidays. Ooh. With that, uh, I'm going to wish you all a great weekend and I hope that uh, everything is going great and that I hope all you are staying safe and feeling healthy and remembering to flatten the curve and wash your hands.
0: Wow. I can't believe that didn't have a twist ending. That <laughs> just kept being pleasant. It was really... <laughs> it wowed me. <laughs> Folks, that's enough. Have a go. Have a go on man.